Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Brad, I know obviously this series is just over, but as, as you think back on it, what, what is your biggest regret in terms of what you guys could have done differently, in your opinion, to, to have this end in a different way? I would just say my regrets would be the outcomes, right? But my regret's not what we put in. My regret's not how we prepared or worked or how hard our guys worked or how committed they were to playing and staying together. Like, you look back at those first couple of games and it put us in a tough spot, but I just think that ultimately, um, you know, we had our chances and we didn't take advantage of it enough. But the other teams out there, too, and, and they deserve credit for taking advantage in every circumstance. And again, I thought their physical toughness, their physicality in general, their strength, and those you know savvy veterans, they made great plays. All right, guys. It wasn't the, uh, the ending that we wanted. It wasn't what we predicted, but the Celtics fell to the Miami Heat in uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Game six. Uh, the Miami Heat topped the Celtics in, in, in a huge fourth quarter, came out 37 points, and uh, sent the Celtics home. This is the Cosby Street Podcast. I am Joseph Pavone alongside Sean Dutra. Joel Pavone's here. Plenty to talk about. The last yeah. 48 hours has been ridiculous because everyone is kind of losing their mind, but then half of you Celtics Nation is like, let's just pump the brakes, guys. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll get all into it, obviously. The, uh, the, the, the crazy calls for... Brad Stevens' job to bring in a couple players from the Indiana Pacers, trading someone like Marcus Smart. We'll, we'll dissect all this. How dare you? But before we get into that, let's get into the actual series itself. Let's get into the last couple of games. Obviously, we haven't talked to you guys uh, since since last week. So, um, you know, it's been the ongoing pattern throughout the series, right? I mean, the, the Celtics, the Celtics had a a lead in every single fourth quarter throughout that best of seven or at least throughout those six games so um seeing them lose that lead in the fourth quarter was obviously frustrating it wasn't surprising but i think what bothers celtics nation the most is the way the celtics reacted right it's like they they panicked right they, they did it again 
and obviously they did it at the worst time. Sean, let's start with you. What, what's your what's your reaction to to Game Six and and uh, how the Celtics season came to a close? No comment. All right, Joel, <laughs> what you got for us, man? Nah, man. Uh, I mean, obviously, the here, here my biggest thing is <laughs> Sean. You you literally had no comment, like. You, you, no, this is just a bunch, like, of, bunch of bullshit. After the game, no, 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 I'm saying like literally after the game, you know, we have the group chat. I mean, I guess we don't really talk too much after the games usually, but you were like, yeah, man, I can, I can, I can sense you were hurting because you were so jacked up before the game. And then obviously there was just nothing yeah. after. Yeah. I was just pretty, pretty spiral, spiraling, uh, you know, range of emotions for, you know, a couple hours, but you know, I'm good guys. Don't worry about me. You know, everything's cool. Everything's cool here. No, nah, nobody's, no, nobody's word. You know, glass case of emotions. Yes. Yeah. Uh, here's the problem. The Celtics blew the fourth quarter leads, but that's why they blew the fourth quarter leads. And you're, you're right on it. They panic and they turn the ball over. They panic. They hit, but they, they go for bad shots. And that was just a consistent, like a consistent part of the series every single game. It's that felt like right. every single game. And I don't know. If we just overlooked it during the regular season and during the bubble regular season, yeah, because maybe they were making those shots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, so like, that's why I think you live with the shots, you die by the shots because Tatum was making those pull up three pointers. Kemba was making those pull up three pointers. Right. Jaden Brown, those quarter three pointers, they right. were money most of the time. It's easy to magnify it when they're not going down, but it's the turnovers that really kill you. Yeah. It's a turnover. It's like, and, and when they went up by four, was it four points in the fourth quarter? Six. Six yeah. points in the fourth quarter. And then like, you look at the Celtics possessions, the last, next like eight possessions, it was just atrocious. Right. Turnover, miss three, turnover, miss three, turnover, miss three. That's all it was. The, the that last basket, like, Jalen fought for that. Well, I was just saying, it was like, shot, bad shot, to turnover, turnover. Yeah. Bad shot. Yeah, but, see, that's uh, but, but you saw that coming though, right? Because we've seen the, it throughout the entire series, but it's like maybe this time yeah, it'll go in. The but way, you don't like your chances. Like, but the way the game was that's how I feel. The way the game was going, the game was close, right? They really weren't behind maybe like six or seven, maybe eight at the most. They never went to double digits right. between both teams. And then obviously Celtics get their first lead, and you're like, oh, they're gonna pull this off. And then Miami goes in their 10 2 run. Tie the game. And then for some reason. Celtics score maybe a couple more times and there's kind of a back and forth and then Tyler Hero decides he wants to go off. Mm. Andre Godala decides he wants to go off. Well, Bam too. Andre yeah, was well, doing this thing throughout, but, yeah, but that fourth quarter, Bam attacking and then Tyler, because that's the thing about Tyler, man. Tyler's not like Duncan Robinson. Tyler's not the kind of guy who's restricted to shooting from behind the arc. He can get going from anywhere around the court. And he'll make you chase him around. And once he gets going, it's just it just killed the Celtics. But again, you go back to those possessions, and Celtics were so quick to go into panic mode because what else were they supposed to do? They've yeah. been doing it all series long. Yeah, this is this is why I pinpointed that that game where where it just you knew it like it was done. Four minutes, thirty one seconds left. They're literally down by seven after another Tyler Hero uh, shot, and then the rest of the, the rest of the, the the or at least the next couple of minutes, Celtics. Throwing up threes. Mm-hmm. Early shot clock shots. Yep. Not moving the ball anymore. Not going inside anymore. Tatum. Like the whole, Tatum, Kemba. Like the whole game plan that they had that got them to that point where they actually took a lead, just, they just completely vanished as if it, that never happened. 
So I think the number, I think they, honestly what it comes down to, the number one reason for the Celtics losing the series is fourth quarter execution. And that comes with championship teams. And it's just sort of apparent at this point that they just don't have that consistently yet. Would you guys agree to that? Well, I mean, you asked the question earlier that is it something that for those following this team missed during the regular season? And I remember touching upon this a, a few times, especially when they lost the games to like the Clippers. They mm-hmm. lost to the Lakers, to the Nuggets. And then the, the narrative was, well, you don't play Western Conference teams in the playoffs. Just mm-hmm. wait to the playoffs. Right. But same thing happened to the Bucks. There was one game I remember against Toronto too. That, so these games where they lost five points or three points or less, that was an issue that carried into the playoffs. Because but don't you, un, unless they were blowing out teams or unless they were winning by double digits, that's when the, you, you, you felt, all right, yeah, they got this game. But, but they it, have proven during the regular season too that they, not against they the were, teams though. They were good in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they were good. Like, remember the Clippers game where they forced overtime? Yeah. And, and Jason Tatum knocks, uh, yeah. PJ, PG on the ground. Not, not literally, but like with the crossover. Yeah. Okay. Broke his ankles, kid. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. It was, it was ugly. Even forced, PG got well, up, got them up. That's what like, I mean. But you forced overtime. Even he got them up. I was like, yeah, you got that. You got the that. Paul Pierce game with Tatum in Toronto. Remember that game? Was that against Toronto? Paul mm-hmm. Pierce was in the crowd. Oh, no, no, no. That was, um, no, no. That was the Lakers when they blew him out by like 40 points. No, no, no. You're talking about another time. No, you're talking about when, um, when Tatum hit the big shot at the end of the game and he dapped, he up, dapped Paul. Him up No, yeah. He's talking about when Paul's on the sideline. Yeah, I know. You're thinking about when he was, when he was behind the hoop. That was Tatum's, uh, first game winner. Yeah. I'm telling you, there was a lot of moments in the season that you felt confident about them Who going in. But here's the problem. I thought corner. it was Toronto. No, it wasn't no, Toronto. Maybe Milwaukee. Thinking no, about Milwaukee. No. No. I forget. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. All right, guys. And, and, and they, they never touched hands. They completely missed yeah. on, the, on the tap. <laughs> you know what? It was Milwaukee. It was Milwaukee, right? It was Milwaukee. It wasn't Toronto. They came that. back and won that game because they were losing. Yeah. Right. By like almost 20 that game. Little did we know that the only contending team that had worse fourth quarter execution than the Celtics, your Milwaukee Bucks. So mm. that goes into the washer. But, uh, okay. I think that. What happened to the Celtics, and this is going to sound weird, but what happened to the Celtics is exactly what we're sort of been waiting for with this Celtics core. Is sort of that failure before the ascendance. It has to happen. Yeah, but let's, let's talk more about the failure though. Yeah, obviously. I mean, we, we, I don't think, and this is a point I really wanted to make sure we, we, we talked about. I don't think any of us in this room Looks at it like, oh man, this team, man, what's that? The third time they made it to Utah Conference Finals? That's bullshit. Exactly. So let's put the proper perspective in place because I, I'm tired of hearing that about this whole Brad Stevens thing. Don't Look, worry, listen, we'll on, get there. We'll get to the whole Brad four, thing. Hold it, hold it. I know. <laughs> I know you want to get into the whole Brad thing, but listen, my, my point is the reason I bring this up before we get into the Brad stuff is because the proper perspective is this is the first time a Jason Tatum led team has reached the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Because the first, the the last time Jason Tatum was here, that's a different team, it wasn't right? Wasn't nothing, right? Kyrie were, Irving, and, those were expectations, and, no and, expectations. And the rest of those guys, uh, you know, got to the way they got to, right? Kyrie goes out, the Southern's going to the playoffs with home court advantage, everything. You no guys Gordon know how the story Hayward. ends. No Gordon Hayward, right? Again, that's still different. 
than the road that Jason Tatum just went on right now. And then if you want to go to the first one, if people want to talk about, oh, why is Marcus Smart acting so immature? You know, he's the only guy who was on that team, the Isaiah Thomas team that that made that run into the Eastern Conference Finals when no one expected them to. Jalen was there too. Well, yeah, but yeah, that's true. He but Jalen had a kind of role. Jalen had such now. a minimal role. He had the people, butt, he had the butt people rebound. Throwing, people he had bring the butt up Jalen. Listen, people are bringing up Jalen, but they're not bringing up the way they're bringing up Marcus Smart. Marcus no. Smart had a bigger role on that team. Jalen was like the fifth option, if you can even call him an option, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, my point is, again, three completely different runs, three completely different teams, in my opinion, but don't get me wrong. When the season started or when the, when the playoffs started, I said it before and I'll say it again. These guys have plenty of playoff experience, though. They've been there before, okay? Don't confuse playoff experience with... Oh, they fail for the third time because all three of those stories were completely different. All three of those teams 1, had a completely different point guard leading them. Because I don't think they failed, even though they had because people just a leaving that whole part lead. out. That's what drives me crazy. They had a seven point lead in 2018 in fourth quarter against LeBron James, whatever it was, right? Right. It was, still wasn't a failure because they had no business being in Game Seven right. against LeBron Cleveland James. Cleveland was heavily favored. Yeah, but uh, I see the point that we're all, we're trying to make here, but. Like, how many times are we going to say, as observers of the Celtics, are we going to say, ah, you know, they're young, they don't have the experience, but... I don't think you say it again after this year. I think I think that that's what we're trying to get at, right. is the fact yeah, but, that... But, 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 but as much as that's a, a, a reason why they didn't win, a reason why the Miami Heat beat them, the other part of that is they were just outplayed. Like Big we, time. we can't, Big we, time. we just had, to, we have to make sure we get it out there that this, this isn't the Celtics choked in fourth well, quarters and fourth quarter late game execution. Like to your point, choked. right? They, they choked. choked, which is obviously a huge factor in a fucking yeah, best yeah. of seven I series. I mean, honestly, don't say I like, but I, these teams I, are I more evenly matched than, than we're given the Miami only heat credit for only because Celtics yeah, players underperformed. I think if you went into the series and I know we were high on Dragic. But if you go into the series saying Dragic is going to outplay Kemba for the course of the series, you'd be like, out of your mind, bro. There's no way. And he did, and it wasn't even close. Really? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dragic out was a better player than Kemba just from from tape to tape. And then if you're going to tell me that, like, Tyler Hero is going to outplay Jalen Brown, which is at the end of the, at the end of the series, you could say it's probably a toss-up, but... I mean, Tyler Hero had a bigger impact on the series than Jalen Brown did. I think we can say that for a definitive fact. That's a better way to put it than the way you said it initially. Because, okay. Yeah, he had a greater impact, and it wasn't only the huge 37-point performance. That fourth quarter also put the Celtics in a spot where they were, again, being exposed. Like, wow. Yep. What happened to that transition defense that we saw against the Raptors? What's what's the disconnect between that defensive approach that we saw and what we saw in the in, in the Eastern Conference Finals? Because, again, and then, it always goes back to the defense with Brad Stevens. Always. Yep. The offense, okay. Shaky possessions, okay. Poor late game game execution, fine. But where were the defensive stops? That's why we won game five is because we made defensive stops. Exactly. The only reason why we won game five was because they came out in the second half and they defended like their lives meant. Their their basketball lives were defended. Four, five straight possessions, stops, at the stop, at the stop. And then what happens? The offense takes care of itself. That's exactly how they got out of that series against the Raptors. The last part about my uh, my three point stance of why how we got outplayed because certain matchups, mm-hmm. Bam Adebayo, but there was legitimately no answer for Bam. Brad tried to throw everything at him, and you know what? I'll I'll 
I'll take a little bit of credit, but also a little bit of blame because at the beginning of this season, there was one thing, if you guys remember, that everyone said was a glaring weakness on this team. And it was the big men. Big men, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then at the end of the season, a full fucking year later, when we thought it wasn't a problem anymore, a guess what? Full year later, guess what right? happens? Right. They lose because they got dominated by a, a young Dwight Howard, bro. A young like like rookie, like or, rookie or fucking year Dwight before Howard. He bulked up before, Dwight Howard. Yep. Yeah. Nah, he, yeah. He was a better shooter than Dwight ever was in his career. Yeah, but he didn't have to do much shooting in this series. Well, like I mean, it wasn't like it was that, that was a factor. I'm oh, just saying if as that a, was the as case, a big this, man, this series may have ended before. It, I don't think they're similar did. players, but as a big man, no no big man has that had wiry, that, the way he can dribble the ball. Yeah, I got you. But no big man has had that big of an impact on a conference finals. Since Dwight. Oh, especially against the Celtics. No, like, who, who, give me a big man in the past before LeBron took over that had a, a, other than Kevin Garnett and Dwight Howard, who had a bigger impact? He's been the, the, the Western Conference, the Eastern Conference Finals haven't, hasn't seen a dominant big man like Bam in a very long time. Well, he fans would say Chris Bosch, but he was a three point (laughs) shooter, kid. Hey. Hey, some people call him a big man. Some people say the Miami Heat won without a big man. I tend to, I tend I'm to somewhere say, in between. I, I don't know. But you see what He's I'm saying? He's technically a big man. I don't think anyone. If the went guy into was six four. I'd be like, okay, but he was technically a big man. No one went into the series saying Bam was going to come up being the best player on the court, hands down. But we all knew he was going to be a problem. Is this not, a big? Is not, this a big man problem, Joel? Is that, is that no, the Celtics have a big I man problem? I don't think the Celtics have a big man problem. I think they wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt to add another big man, but the way. The league is trending. The Celtics were pretty successful with with Daniel Tice, including the playoffs. Like that I'll game five. Forget. How like in, in I'll game five they're trying to replace him. In game five, when Brad went with Cantor early, he was able to not only score quickly, but able to keep Bam in check. Ten minutes. That's all you needed out of him. Mm-hmm. Tice comes back in, and I thought, shit, why doesn't he start Cantor? No, Tice comes in. And Tice, with their own zone, took Bam completely out of the equation on both ends of the floor. Mm-hmm. Playing defense on him, grabbing rebounds, blocking his shot. So I don't think that Bam completely dominated, dominated. Yep, he, he dominated did. in areas where he was supposed to. Like, can I, can I, t- can I, tell one thing I noticed about Bam though? And, and I didn't notice this until like, I think it was game. Three-ish, something right now, around there. But the fucking, that, every that was, time they went on a run. That was the game after the long break. I don't know if that helps you. But. Every time they went on a run, Miami no, would no. go on a run. Game, the game it was when they, the Celtics won. You're talking about when they lost. When uh, they went down three to one. I didn't know. Yeah, but they, they he, he became, he, I've noticed it around that time. Game two, game three. Yeah. You're not saying whether it's a win or loss. You're just saying around that time. Right. The pick and roll with Bam running the pick and roll, the Celtics, Legitimately had no answer to defend Bam off the fucking pick and roll. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, yeah, but you know that was a Tyler Hero game. But do you know who was setting up some crazy screens in Game Four? Daniel Tice. Like the one game, sure. we, Game Three, and Game No, five, Game won. Three, okay. Game Three when we flat well, out that we just stomped them out. Yeah, yeah, that's Game Three. Yeah, it was Game Three. Three, we won wire to wire. Game Five was the second half. We came back. We came, came back, back right, and right. then there's like 
Same thing. Tyson was sending pick, pick and rolls. Right, but then that shot that you saw from Kemba Walker was falling, but then in game seven, it's not. Or but in the, game six, it's not. But the difference between Tyson setting a screen and Bam setting a screen is Tyson setting a screen to free up a shooter. Bam is setting a screen to free up a shooter, but majority of the time, get him the fucking ball because he's going to be wide open. Mm-hmm. And him with some some uh, a lane to the hoop, he's unstoppable. And I, I don't know. I walked away. I walked away from this series thinking two things. I can't wait for Tyler Hero to flame out. Can't wait for that to eventually happen. And secondly, bam out of mile. I mean, I know I get a little little high on some guys every once in a while, but like, yeah, you've been on this train for a while. Yo, I'm I'm just I'm just saying with Bam, I think he as as ascended. He was a difference maker I to think. a top fifteen player in the NBA. I think. Like honestly, if he's putting up the the points, assistant rebounds, and blocks that he did in the series, bro. Yeah. Like that is just, it's it's absolutely. I think that's the in my opinion, people can say the hero all they want because it was hero, hero, whatever. It was Bam. Bam was the most consistent player in the series. He certainly set the tone with that block in game one. <sighs> Fuck, I forgot about that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Yo, that's how close the Celtics were. It was almost to like forcing it to game. And, seven and I'm not right making there. excuses, but it was almost like those little things that could have gone the Celtics' way just didn't, and then. The things that were supposed to go the Celtics' way, the things that we've seen them do time and time again in the fourth quarter, that wasn't happening either. Do you think that block got into Tatum's head a little bit in the end of the game? No, uh, I, don't I don't think so. Because so, no. it, it shouldn't have, it shouldn't have gone to that point though. But well, yeah, it is what it is. I just wish Tatum drove a little bit more like he did in game game three. Game three. Well, he didn't do that much in game three actually. Game. Game five when you have and a little more, throws, yeah, yeah, and a little more in game six. He, yeah. if he had driven a little bit more, only because for someone that's only averaging six or seven um, free throws for someone at his stature, like the games where the Celtics won, he had double figures and 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 free throws, mm-hmm. twelve I believe in game three and fourteen and and in game five, and then seven in game six, like. When he when he drives, and he's like, "I'm going to score." He's either going to score or get a foul or both. Yeah, but it's it's. I think it's that point in his career you gotta pick where a if few, you if you oh, yeah, if you just remember the Paul Pierce point in his career when he did realize like, "Hey, I can make a living off the fucking free throw line." Right. Like that hap- That didn't happen in '98, '99. Yeah, but you also got to pick your spots though, right? Like, right. I, I think when the when the Miami Heat, and this is the thing that drove me crazy all series about the Celtics, right? When they would blow a lead, they would one panic, obviously and offensively, jack it up. start jacking up shots, and then two defensively, the transition defense stops. So what does Miami Heat do? I mean, that's how they eat. Like they eat off of that. They eat off your miss uh, attempts, and then they're off to the races on the other end. And then. Uh, when you're screaming at the TV for these guys to go in, go in, go in, what do you think is happening? Because the Miami Heat has already put together two or three stops in a row. The defense intensifies. Mm-hmm. So I get it. It's not only easier to elect to go for a three. It's sometimes it's your best option. But there are other parts of the game where it's like, okay, if you draw out the shot clock a little more, if you're a bit more patient, you find a better if you shot. don't jack up a shot, exactly, swing the ball. The way they swung the ball in game five, the way they swung the ball, and the, even in the first quarter of game six, you know, some parts of the game where you're like, okay, you don't have a big lead, or maybe you're down by, by three, but shit, look at the way they're swinging the ball. Marcus Smart's, you know, Marcus Smart makes those threes in that first quarter. You know, he's, he, he, it kind of got him a little trigger happy, but, Look at the shot that look at the uh the pass that came before those attempts. Yeah. The swing passes when they're when they're when they're throwing when they're swinging the ball that way, you know, uh side to side. 
You know, that's Celtics basketball. That's yeah, when you see three or yeah. four uh, passes before an attempt. The extra yeah. pass because the you extra make, pass. you're making Miami work on the defensive exactly. end. Exactly. And then they tell you tying them out on the other side. Like, you don't think, you don't think Miami was, was huffing and puffing in game five at the end of game five? They couldn't understand what the fuck was going on. I remember some instances where I'm thinking to myself, Jason Tatum, he's bringing up the ball at the court. He's probably going to jack up the, th- jack up a three. I know he wants to swing the ball, but eventually get it back. I think he's afraid he's not going to get that ball back. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to take a couple of dribbles to my left. I'm going to jack up that three that I just hit two nights ago down the stretch. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's so easy to be like, oh, no, Tatum didn't go inside more. Tatum, you know, Tatum didn't do this. Tatum didn't do that. Okay, yeah, he may have panicked a bit, but this is a team thing, right? Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's a team Thank you. Thing. It's a team thing. So then Kemba, how many times I felt like Kemba when he, in the, in the fourth quarter, he, yeah, he's, he's hitting like two or three shots in a row. And then he's coming down, and you're like, all right, he's going to drive here. He's gonna... And then Jason Tatum's asking for that ball. Yeah, give me it. Yeah, then yeah. he slows everything down. Mm-hmm. Kemba, because of, the, because of the person he uh, is. For, for, for guys who are listening, for everyone listening, uh, seven, eight seconds in the shot clock has passed by now. Yeah. Carry so, on. yeah, but also, <laughs> also, so, so, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. But because of Kemba, the, the person that he is, he's not going to go into a time I was saying, Yo, Jason, yo, I feel right. like I was, I feel yeah. like I was doing what I was, you know, I was, I was so, out there so doing do my we, thing. So do we have a hierarchy problem? So hold on, so, so mind you, in the beginning of the season, no. Kemba wouldn't have, th- wouldn't have thought twice about it. Kemba's like, I'm, I'm feeling it right now. Right. And how many times did he win games by himself in the right. fourth quarter? Cause Kemba was ridiculously passive. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, I mean it in a good way as a leader, but there were some times where, you needed him, and he he get cold sometimes. But then the fourth quarter, he'll hit those couple of shots down the stretch. And I think we got into a pattern throughout the postseason where you're like, okay, whether Kemba is on or off, he's good for at least one or two big shots down the stretch. So then it goes, it boils down to what you so what, what you what, mentioned. What, so what are you saying there? You saying it's like a fifty fifty thing? Like they was just like, all right, you go this time, or I go this time, or like they should have been uh, uh, well communicating. And those first two games, I felt like it was Kemba and Tatum, Kemba and Tatum, Jalen. We remember. Sit in the corner, wide open, especially in game one. I think, I think some of wide that, open. Some of that had to do with the, with the locker room beef. Well, hey, Marcus Mars is saying that too. Okay. So be, be as, as it may, he was a little trigger happy that night. But in the, but in those first two games, your best, your best two shooters were Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown. Those are the two that got the ball the least in those two games. What, down the stretch. I'm not talking about the whole game, but down the stretch. Yeah, those numbers are skewed, though. No, but I, I don't. Yo, Marcus think that, was shooting like he's like sixty percent in game one and two. I got you though. I got but you, you know, but it, it, it's a team, right? Yeah, like it's whoever's right. got. It's supposed to be whoever's got the hot hand, or it should be that way, yeah. or at least that's what we're led to believe. A Brad Stevens run team is all about, right? Right. It's all about the team. But at the end of the day, this lead by committee shit is great in the regular season to a certain extent. Mm. But come playoff time. Who's taking that last shot? Right. Do we guarantee? Do we know? That's got to be do, defined. And the and the in the locker room, do they know who's gonna who's gonna come up with the last shot? Like if Jason Tatum didn't ascend, realistically though, realistically, and I'm not, it's not a knock on Tatum. If Kemba doesn't get injured, does Jason Tatum have the, that that little run that he has? Kemba gets injured, you know. I'm Maybe. sorry to bring it up, but Kobe Kobe passes. Yeah, he went on a tear. He got he got selected to the All his first All Star team. Goes on a tear. Kemba's out. So mm-hmm. Brad is like, it's easy to drop, you know, shit for Tatum at the end of the game. Now Kemba comes back. Now what? Kemba was the one that was taking those big shots. Plays were being drawn up for him. Yeah. But again, if this was Kyrie, we know what would have happened, right? He would have got pissed. He would have quit. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, but it's not. This is, this is Kemba Walker. So for he those that. Give me 900 words to transcribe. Exactly. So you want to, you want to, <laughs> you want to blame Kemba. You want, that's the thing. That's the thing about Celtics fans. Celtics fans are the worst. I'm sorry, but they, they're, they're the fucking worst. Boo. 
We don't like you Celtics when fans. Team, when the team wins. Damn, what the hell happened? When the team wins. <laughs> I'm just kidding. When the team wins, Brad Stevens is a genius. So many options. It's not mm-hmm. Celtics this, fans, though. This, this, this Celtics team is so versatile. You don't know who's going to come up big. Mm-hmm. When they lose. Ah, Kemba, you suck. Kemba, you're getting old. Marcus, you're whack. Marcus, you shouldn't be shooting. You should know your role. Right, they weren't saying that when he had a near triple double and and kept us in the fucking Raptors exactly. series, right? Right. Yeah. No, I I hear you. I also think at the end of the game. Yeah, let's get into Marcus before we get into Brad because I I know we're gonna get to, we're gonna spend a lot of time with Brad. Can I start? Can I start oh, yeah. with Marcus? Uh, okay, go ahead. Yeah. My phone. Well, say say what you're gonna say, anyways. I was just gonna say. I don't know if it's Marcus related or no. Not, end of the game. We get off the end of the game <laughs> execution. I think you have a point there, Joel, because I do think that. It's got to be Tatum with the ball in the final, final shot if it all comes down to it. But to have Kemba as a second option, he needs to feel like he can take that shot and no one's going to look at him and say, why'd you take the shot? No one should be questioning, hey, why did Kemba take that last shot, right? I always say, and I said this after game one, you know, this is perfect actually because we're talking about, you know, late game execution and, and, and Bam Adebayo's big stop. I, I don't know what to call it. I guess right now I'm gonna call like the I'm gonna call it the the Paul Pierce clause, if you will, right? If the game is tied, Jason Tatum gets the ball to to, to either Sounds win good. the game or head into overtime. Okay, but did did we agree with? I didn't agree with the that that shot. I don't think that was the play coming out of that timeout before they went to overtime. With the bam out of bio. Wait, no, no, before overtime, the block that, that happened in overtime. The before the overtime when Kemba oh. Kemba got well, the ball. he had to make that decision though. But he let the you let you dribble out the clock for twenty seconds. Yo, Paul used to do that all the but time. But that's but that's, but the difference is. But listen, the difference Let's is. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Paul Pierce has a game face. Do you know what Jason Tatum's game face is? Yo, I've never seen it. Have you yo, seen it? Yo, I was the one talking about how I hated how he was dapping up Raptors uh, players right before Game Seven. I'm like, yo, what is this? Paul Pierce never do that. I'm with you. His body language is off sometimes, but that's his demeanor. I, I we okay, were saying then. that rookie year, like, yo, is this dude sort of like intimidated? Is he scared? I, I'm with you. It's though. the same. It's the same. I'm with you. It's the same reason. His head's where, in the game, though. But I, I'm not saying it's not. But it just. Yeah, like, I, I don't. You know, don't that stuff means a lot to me. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you all on that. Little stuff like that. Little stuff like that. Stuff that, that bothers me, but it sticks out. Like if you're if you're being called a superstar, right? Okay, and you're getting upset with calls that you're not getting, instead of slapping your hands. And acting like a you know like a little kid like oh come on there should be a thought yo pull. I how many times how many times I think he's being a tough guy but, okay but how but many to, times well, I think that's what he thinks I should say okay how many <laughs> I think times he sees LeBron James do it all the time and it's fucking worse for him okay yeah. but how many times Since have you like seen 12. have yeah. you seen Tyler Hero go up during the series just go up to the ref when he thought he was fouled and he's like you know mm-hmm. I'm just paraphrasing. You know, that last play, no, I'm, you know, I'm you. coming off the... And the ref has like a freaking, like, a, you know, the, you, you do the make-believe, like, like you got a pencil in your hand? Yeah. He's explaining like, to him, he's like, well, you're over here, Tyler. You yeah. Been over okay, there. so I never saw Jason do that. Yeah. I've never seen Jason do that. Like, act like a professional, bro. You're you're 22 years old. I get that, because that's been mentioned 50 million times. I'm tired of that. <laughs> 22 years old. He's only 22 years old. Okay, great. No, he's got but the But if you're going to be... if you're going to be the top. The experience is there. I'm not saying these guys don't have enough experience, because the experience is there. No, if you're going to be labeled a superstar... Act like one. Well, I think he, like he needs to learn how to do it. Act and like one. This comes back to, and we're going to get to Mark's point. This comes back to my overwhelming reaction from this series is that they're going to learn a lot from this loss. This is the first time they came up with expectations. I'm just afraid they're going to. The fucking path was there. This is a failure because the, the path was fucking I know, there. But the Celtics fans got me thinking that golden opportunity. But they're going to. They're, they're, they're going to learn from you know, it. No, Danny's not fucking stupid. Danny sees what happened. Danny, something you know, might happen, man. No, Something I don't. Something might happen. I think we can talk about it 
whenever you want to. But <laughs> all right, let's get to Marcus. All right, let's do it. I said this about midway through the series. I I, I feel like he's he's gone rogue. Uh, it's a good way. It could be the good way. Or it could be the bad way. But uh, that that was the only thing with me. I don't know if it has anything to do with the fight. Because listen, we don't know how many times that's happened before. We have no idea. Just because it was documented, just because there was two reporters outside the locker room, we have no idea how many and times. There, just and because there were no eavesdropping, fucking crowd right, noise. Right. They're eavesdropping, literally right. eavesdropping, literally. Right. And, and they're the only and, fucking people in the arena. So are you gonna hear everything? Well, all right. nobody was eavesdropping, right? They were eavesdropping, bro. Yo, you're supposed to hang outside the locker room. That's, that's, what that's you fine. Do. You can, yeah, but like if, if you're, you're outside the locker room and there's still like mad stuff going on, like you probably don't hear everything. Reporting, reporting is if Marcus wants to talk about it you ask him hey what was going on then we heard a bunch of screaming and Marcus says well this happened and then I said this and that that's reporting but if you're sitting there going oh, you hear, and, it's, and it's muffled and all you hear is no, no, bullshit no, no, this no, no, no. and things being Marcus thrown Marcus came storming out though that's, that's fine thing. but he comes he came storming out according to reports he came storming out saying this is a bunch of bullshit went to go take a piss because the bathroom's apparently mm-hmm. outside the locker room <laughs> and then what? he bounced. Yeah. He didn't fucking it's take. Like, it's like a high school thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> Gary Walker. Like, I gotta go to the Gary Walker was like, it's not like, it's nice, but it's not like NBA locker room. Yeah. So <laughs> then he bounced. He doesn't talk to the media out. at all. He was out. Yeah. And what's being, you know, reported that the beef boils down to Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart. Jalen Brown. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what you meant. That's what you meant. You said Jason Tatum, but I heard, I heard Jalen too, but you did say Jason Tatum. Yeah. If this boils down to Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, Jalen had nothing but great things to say about Smart after after the you know this the this this blowout and yeah, so did Marcus. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. No, but okay, and, and, I understand. And I'm not saying that, that there's understand. some truth to that. But. but he's the only one that had something to say a little bit more than everybody else. Everyone's like, ah, oh, you know, it, it was nothing. It was no big deal. He's the only one that, was he, like, he's the one that admitted that it happened. Yeah, Jalen was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, it happened. Kemba's like, what are you talking about? But guess what? That's what we love about Marcus because if he feels like something is off. He has something to say about it. We're going to listen. He's been there the longest. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two. When, again, when the Celtics win, he makes these game winning plays. Oh, he's the unofficial captain. He's, uh, you know, he's the right. heart and soul mm-hmm. of his team. And when they lose and he missed a couple of shots. Oh my God. He's so bad. He's so full of himself. That's like, I can't. come on. Like that, that doesn't make any sense. If you've been legitimately watching this team and mind you, I never thought in a million years. That I would call Marcus Smart to be the one. I'm confused of it. To be the one to be like, yo, not only has he is he an improved shooter, I don't cringe when he takes a shot. Yeah, I don't because welcome to the club, man. He always he's always was. Listen, he always was somebody that was necessary. Don't get the slides, bro. Don't get the slides. He's always been someone that was necessary on the squad, right? Marcus Smart. But when you when when Gordon Hayward is out and you put Marcus Smart in, why are you putting Marcus Smart in if you don't believe in him? And what happened and, when you put him in? And when you replace, how are you going to replace seventeen points? Yeah, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's about people not believing in Marcus Smart. I just think people are starting to question: Is this guy a hothead? Is he somebody that is a loose cannon? Is he, he someone is that a hothead? He is a loose stretch? cannon. All right, so do you love him for who he is, or do you? But not to the point about where it's disruptive. Options no, about, it's disruptive. about getting rid of him. Because here's the thing: he's not, he's not a loose cannon to the point. Like, okay. And fuck, here, and, fuck I, I, these, and fuck these people that are fucking tweeting at me and Sean talking about, oh, you guys don't have the stones to talk about Marcus Mark and bitch and that. Bro, <laughs> oh, that's why Joe's if you get up, no, that's not even that. If no, you, I, yo, I think if it's one person. really want to talk I about think Marcus Mark. Yo, yo. <laughs> if you have to shit on one particular person because you don't like that person, that's personal. That has nothing to do with how he plays as a basketball player, right? We're talking yeah. about basketball at the end of the day, right? Like he helps you win. Any fucking team would kill to have 
a Marcus Smart on the squad. Yeah, but then, any team. But that's well, exactly I mean? what I'm talking about, though. Because of that freaking scuffle, let's, let's be honest. If that scuffle doesn't happen, no one's thinking about Marcus Smart's shot selection. That's not true. Because people, no, people, that's not true. People that's would, not true. Okay, let me, let me finish. People would have brought it up and been upset with it, but it wouldn't have been like, oh, Marcus Smart's the problem. People but, are saying Marcus Smart's the problem because of this freaking argument, fight, and people are starting to think now that, oh, if Marcus Smart loses it, he just yells in the locker room at people like like he's a crazy person, as if he's not like somebody who, you know what I mean? It's almost like people are characterizing won, him as someone who like can't control himself out on the court. Like he, he makes bad decisions because he's so mad. But up until they lost, that was the best thing about everything that Marcus Smart does, and that's the best game winning plays, Celtics right? Team. Yeah. Like up until, up until, the, 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 the whole team, not just Marcus Smart, you, the, the whole fight, team started failing. It's the fight, guys. Nah, because they're, they're, if the, the fight never thing, happened, no one people would have no, complained about well, his hold shot on. selection. Hold on. But he, they wouldn't call him a problem. We gotta call him giving credit. Who is? Idiots, media. morons, fucking Felger Maz, fucking nah, your, yeah, your boys you on EI. Names, bro. No, no, these are people who don't watch I'm basketball. I'm no longer an EI employee, bro. Chill. Oh, sorry. It don't even matter. <laughs> it don't even matter. Those, these are people that Made don't. Made my course up debut. Why you chill? Oh, yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> by the way. No. Came over to, uh, that sounds like I work for them. Uh, <laughs> listen to this. Those people don't know basketball. They want to talk about the Celtics when there's drama. That's the only time to talk about the Celtics. Thank you. And you can't. Okay, okay, Sean, whatever you're about to say, I I get it. But the point is, you can't act like the narrative doesn't affect the players. You can't act like Marcus Smart and these guys aren't hearing this stuff. Yeah, but is Danny Ainge hearing it? Do you think Danny Ainge is really looking well, at the get, team? He gets asked about it. Of course but, he's but here. But you think, <laughs> and do you think that Danny Ainge is going to say? You <laughs> hear lots of it. I know. <laughs> I, I'm sure he's Fucking hearing it. Well, Poor Dan's got to deal him? with like his second cousin. For the same reason that, for the same reason that there's some people that, that, that think that Jason Tatum is feeling himself because of how many times he's, he, he was talked about during the whole playoff run, the whole bubble. Listen, the oh, prop- he's only 22 and look what he's, look what he's accomplishing. Did Jason Tatum really shoot that well compared to the rest of the playoffs in the regular season yeah. in that, in, against, against the Heat? Weren't his shots, you know, selection a little, little questionable? Turnovers, he led the team in turnovers. All right. It was, but one thing that people fail to mention, or maybe they, you know, purposely don't mention is his, is his shooting percentage. Shooting percentages weren't that bad. That's the thing. It's, it's easy. Also, it's easy to pinpoint two or three oh no, bad decisions. Also, Jason Smart? Tatum. No, oh, Tatum. Tatum. No. I mean, Tatum. Oh, no, Smart is. Tatum. Well, Tatum I think, well, I think the ascension in Tatum's game was he wasn't shooting the ball that well. And then he averaged the most assists. Yeah. In a in a in a seven game period or whatever six game six period. game period than he ever did in his entire career yeah and he, yeah because he was he found other ways to which is be the effective. mark of a superstar right. that's fine I'm, that's not saying, I'm not saying rebound that, assist was yeah. LeBron Jordan and Jason Tatum I believe okay uh, yeah so then going back to smart if you want to talk oh, about the youngest, numbers the youngest excuse me the youngest players to to average that in the conference Oscar, finals Oscar. I think it's Oscar in there too yeah if you want to talk about smart we want to bring up numbers we just brought up numbers for Tatum no smart. Forty percent from the field, thirty-four percent from three-point line. Is that the worst? And, yeah, and but hold on, but and and, and, it's and he's taken with smart though. But he's taken because we're complaining about the, late game execution. Okay, but in the in in the grand scheme of things, in the playoffs, those numbers that I just mentioned were in eleven shot attempts. Okay, in the Eastern Conference Finals, those went up three more attempts. So what what are we supposed because to do? Gordon's out. That's fine. So, okay, yeah, but, that's with, fine, but, yeah. with, but with Brad Stevens, what are you supposed to say? When when uh, Smart is up to eight or nine, whoa 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 Smart! Yeah, I know it's the second quarter, but bro. See, that's the thing, man. You game know six, you gotta slow it down game there, six, bro. Drain three in the first quarter. I'm like, ah, this might be a bad thing though. <laughs> like, it's gonna even out at, by the end of the game. Yeah, which I think the my because we've seen the opposite. Right? Only, we've seen him go zero for four, and then he makes five in the second half, and yeah. it's amazing. My only knock on it was just like those late late shots. Like my only my biggest problem was was uh was was game was game two. Right? What triggered the fight? 
He took some really bad shots in that one. Yeah, I would say game two. He took that, that took stupid like fadeaway, yeah. and then the other one, and then another bad uh, turn. But you know what? Play. Like that's not that doesn't mean he's a problem. Like, no, I'm not saying he's, he's a problem. he he plays he plays with emotion, and, and you know sometimes what? no one had it. He could be too emotional. I'm not I'm not taking that away from him. And I'm not and making the, I'm not making excuses for him either. But and and it's and it's weird to say most of these games where he is your leading scorer, and he never was a leading scorer in any of these games. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. The Celtics didn't really win those games when he was your leading scorer, but most of the time someone was out. Gordon was out, yeah. Kemba was out, Jalen was out. Like right. I, I remember one game, uh, the Phoenix yeah, game. See, remember? that's what that's was pissing people off. I get like, it. I get like, it. Oh, when he does well, they lose. <laughs> but but that's not. But I'm not saying he, that's the downside of analytics. If there's you look, a lot if you look of people. too deep into analytics. It can prove your point either way. There's yeah. a lot of people. I think I'll, I'll put the Marcus Smart thing here. It's like if you're talking about building a basketball team, you need a nutsack. On your basketball team, exactly. You need a you like. Need, you need more uh, Marcus Smart types. Yeah, yeah. Who's, diving on, who's, tra- diving, who's diving onto the guess floor? What the fuck? Who's diving the floor? Guess what the fuck will happen? You trade Marcus Smart away. Guess what you're going to be missing next year? We don't have a heart. No, we don't have an identity. Yeah. We don't have. You know we don't have heart? someone. You know who had identity? The Miami Heat. Yeah, I can name at least three players that that were matching that Marcus Smart intensity that, that I I didn't see from a lot of Celtics players. Now, Jalen Brown's an exception. I think that you need more Marcus uh, Tatum. Smarts. Tatum, I, I Tatum, give Tatum yeah, props, I man. I don't know Tatum. Tatum, no, Tatum, there was Tatum times, to me was Tatum was was a damn near walking triple double. Yep, I, I, you he can't was effective on, on both ends. He was he showed off his passing skills, but then he got a little you know obviously okay. turnovers. Yeah, doing that comes turnovers because the secondary playmaker wasn't there, and then Gordon Hayward. Just oh man, a, everyone's geez, ecstatic when he comes back, right? That was the best game you saw out of Gordon Hayward. That a, first game it was back too many minutes. And, and, and game four. But everyone said, oh, everyone's freaking, uh, but it gave everyone thing. People were screaming at me on CLNS being like, oh, what, what do you mean? He's fine. He got to play 30 minutes. I'm like, how the hell are you going to put someone out there to play 30 minutes a game? Okay. With the type, three type I got ankle you. sprain. I got you. Oh, shocker. News comes out. He was two weeks ahead of schedule. And shocker. Guess what? When he was fucking struggling to breathe on the fucking court. In game <laughs> yeah, fucking three, yeah, he comes out the game after the game. He's like, "Yeah, I'm exhausted right now." I, I know, like the first run, he was like, "I literally saw him red in the fucking like red, yeah, purple lips, red." Like, <laughs> she wasn't saying that when we podcast right after. Well, <laughs> I mean, you look at it, you look at it right, you look at the, look, the next couple of games. I mean, what do you expect? With Gordon, with Gordon Hayward on the floor, you expect it to go uphill. That's yeah, but you give yourself, yeah. you give but then yourself, you realize, like, oh no, this guy's actually fucking hurt as fuck. But you give yourself a, a better chance to win. Based on what, how the Celtics were playing without uh, hey, him. You needed him. You needed to take the chance. You needed to roll the dice. I just, okay. the dice did six, not okay, roll. He played way too much in game six. My, that, no, that I no. can say. It was the same thing. 32, 33 is the same thing. When did you hit the 30 no, minute no, plateau? It's not, it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying he, because he, because he surpassed his 30 minute mark. I'm talking about. In general. In throughout, general, yeah. throughout game six, he just wasn't having it. Like you're missing point blank. Yeah, you know, layups. My whole too. thing. Happened with, in game five. My whole too, thing with Gordon won. Hayward was okay. Listen, if you want to have Gordon Hayward at the end of games, I get it. But if you don't monitor him correctly, he's yeah. going to be gassed. You know, when yeah. he came back that first game, I, I felt like people weren't like bringing it up enough. We didn't bring it up. Jimmy Butler took him down low, and then the following possession, Dragic does the same. He he gets a perfect pass that went through his hands in the key in the paint. The Celtics had a chance to go up. And it was what a minute twenty left. Like uh, all this, whether you want to call it bad luck or, or or terrible possessions, just kept stacking up for the Celtics, and it always happened at the worst time. You know, yeah. It you sure could did. even say like the series could have been different if they if they just win game one. Like it was that kind of series. No, if they win game one, bro, we're in game seven tonight. 
Uh, we win game one. You're, I mean, you're in game one, seven tonight. Either one of those games. Both those games were obviously winnable games. Questionable stuff, obviously, at the end of these games. It is what it is, though. And it is it is what it is. So it's, that's how you it's how you respond to it. I mean, all right, all right. Well, somebody responds. Somebody's at the helm with this, right? Brad Stevens. Uh, how much of the blame? How much of the blame does he get for all this? He better get more of a blame than he did last season. I tell you that because when it comes to mental fortitude. Miami wins that and every single, every single player and coach, check them off, check yeah, them off. Yeah, I thought somebody made a really good point last, I don't know where I saw it, but I agree with you. I don't think he did anything wrong necessarily X's and O's. I don't think his lineups were too off. I think he was experimenting with the Bam out of bio factor and he was trying to throw shit against the wall, see what sticks and he had to. He didn't do enough of that, though. That's what I think. Well, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But I, I also think that he's like, I've said this a, a million times. Brad Stevens knows his team's strengths. So he's going to stay the course. Even if you're throwing curveballs at him. Yeah. Like he knows that's a strength. Like my strength is the fact that I have Daniel Tice and he's is strong and, and whatever it is. Right. But I think when we see him, when we see him go away from it, he's not going like Nick Nurse extreme. He's not going like, oh, well, boxing fucking won then, motherfucker. Like, yeah, uh, you know, but, but, okay. But, right. but my, my overall point is, I think that I am a Brad Stevens guy. I don't put a ton of blame on Brad Stevens normally, but I will say this is for me sort of starting to be the line. I don't think that. You can, I, if people that say fire Brad Stevens after this year, absolutely dumb, stupid, idiotic, but he was part of the problem in this series. Of course, the coach always is. And I think if you're looking at a long-term change in coaching, you can't make that, you know, decision right now. I think that's, that's a, that would be a, a knee-jerk reaction and a waste of everything that's built up because Three out of four years, that bullshit is all bullshit. It's been three out of four years and not one player, like you said, I think one player is the same player from that first three out of four years. Well, not the same player, but oh, you mean from the team. From yeah, the yeah, team. Yeah, there's only one player remaining and from, then from that team. You have the Kyrie Marcus disaster. Martin. You have the Gordon Hayward disaster. You have, uh, the re- <laughs> Twice, Gordon Twice. Hayward disaster. Because let's face it, if Gordon Hayward's completely healthy in the series. I think something, something in the finals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then then you're looking at you're looking at also like the fact that you're he the, he's brought Jason T- like say what you want about you know Brad Stevens coaching up talent. He can coach up top end young talent. We've mm-hmm. seen it in Jalen Brown. We've seen it in Marcus Smart. We've seen it in Jason Tatum. We've seen him been able to coach these these high draft picks into NBA super you no know, stars, right? Mm-hmm. So. I'm not fully out on Brad Stevens. I will say I'm more disappointed in Brad Stevens and, you know, putting the blame on Brad Stevens more than I ever have in the past. No, he's on the hot seat, I think. But I don't think you fire him, but he's on the hot seat. I don't think he's on a hot seat yet because I think that if they come back next year and. Yeah, but the if though. But wait. You said it yourself. Next year, right? If they fail, you still want to see Brad but, in there? But wait, hold on. T- time out. <laughs> Let's not get a fucking head of ourselves, all right? Got you in the corner right now, No, I'm not in no fucking corner, bro. I got fucking Which one is it? You want him or not? back of my head. Long term or no? Okay, yes, keep Brad. <laughs> Damn it. He's the greatest coach alive. <laughs> I fucking love you, Brad. Starts crying. Why'd you have to do this to me, Brad? <laughs> I just believe it. I just thought you were kind of... <laughs> Defend the big and raw. <laughs> <laughs> I 
figure out the song. Ah, I know. But honestly, <laughs> next year they're going to come back. They're going to be fine. But there's going to be a lot more competition in the East next year. And I think that's well well apparent. All right. So All right. if up. they finish up. No, this is no, this is like that I want to get to. This 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 needs to be fully vetted out because people aren't vetting it out in the same fucking fire, Brad Stevens. It's ridiculous. So give them like next year though. I think is the next year is the litmus test. All right, Joel, well, I mean, you, you were this, Brad or not? This is the same. You were the same guy that was like Brad Stevens doesn't need to coach a superstar. You know, we saw how far he could go with someone like Isaiah Thomas. You saw what happened with Kyrie Irving. And so if Jason Tatum is taking that next level, he's going to that next plateau, Brad Stevens better figure out how to coach this one. Yeah. Because, yep. you know what I'm saying? Because he's not an asshole. Not only that, and he's homegrown. Okay. Yeah, he's homegrown. That was a whole part of Sean's plan, if you remember Sean's plan. No, but listen, listen. Sean's plan went out the window. <laughs> no, what the fuck? Sean's plan is still happening right now. No, when, when Terry Rozier was signing and traded away, that's when that shit went out the window. But anyways. Scary Terry, baby. I, di- I digress. It's everything but Terry. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, pretty close. The thing, <laughs> the thing with the thing with Brad is, I feel like he doesn't take bigger risks. He double guesses himself, and he's been doing that for a long time now. It's just conservative. <laughs> 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 Some may disagree with you, but my no, I'm not mean like a Republican. I know, I know. I just that's why I, I'm glad you got that. But anyway, ultra conservative, <laughs> like like the fact that Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse is gonna lose more games than win games. Yeah, he's a little radical, acting like that, right? Yeah. But look at but look at look at look at Spolstra, right? Jay Crowder for two or three, maybe even four straight games was shooting was shooting duds. Dick brings in fucking thirty six year old Andre Iguodala. Yeah, getting paid eighteen million dollars this year, and that might have been the difference. Even going Sol- into that fourth quarter, Solomon not, Hill not got some game. run too. Going into, yeah, he, he was getting a, a few runs. He, I think he was in there more to scare people because of the way he looked. Yeah, I was just like, oh, it smelled too. Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> he pissed himself. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Solomon, you okay, bro? So no, I don't think you should fire <laughs> you Brad. As much as I think he should, he should get like a big, <laughs> he should get a big chunk of the of the blame here, huh? <laughs> but are we asking who we should blame or who should we add no, to the, no, to the, how much, to the how year? How much blame is Brad? I think he gets a good chunk of it. Overall, I give him a seven out of ten. So a seven. Why is he a seven? All right, he's a he's a he's a seven out of ten. Because I know we all agree we don't want to see him fired, but no, I, I want to yeah. see how how mad are are you guys with Brad? I'm 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 more mad than Sean is, but I just feel like because after what you went through last season, this year. Especially because you lost to a team, not to discredit the Miami Heat. You lost to a team where it was in the middle of a bridge year, right? What was mm-hmm. that? What was the knock on Miami all season long? Oh, they're, they're good, but then they got, they got, they got that one. They need that one piece, that one piece away from actually contending. And they beat you physically, mentally. Mm-hmm. They beat you. Yeah. Something might have more talent on paper, but you got to play the games. Yeah. But I think, see, with Brad, play the game in the beginning of the series, what drove me crazy about Brad. And I kept bringing it up, you know, over and over. And it seemed like the same sort of pattern, even though we did get a really good game out of Cantor. I mean, I, and listen, I, I get it. I was saying it myself. I knew the second unit is thin. Like, we've been saying this since what? January? Like we all knew that. But I, what I was hoping on was that Brad Stevens would figure out some sort of rotation that would, that would work. Yeah. And then the Celtics are down, uh, you know, the Celtics are down 2-0, game three, Gordon Hayward's back. 
And all of a sudden, he decides that he doesn't need to use Grant Williams. He doesn't need to use Robert Williams. He doesn't need to use Inez Cantor. He goes with this like strict rotation as if it's like game seven of the NBA finals. And then when the Celtics, uh, they got Hayward at center at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hayward. And, and, well, that's the best lineup. And then when the Celtics are down 3-1, he pushes the panic button. He starts playing all of his big guys, trying to figure out what sticks. It's just like, wait, wait a minute. What's that going to do to someone's confidence like Grant Williams? You know, all these young guys. And then you put them back into the fold. They're still trying to figure things out. Meanwhile, Bam Adebayo was, you know, picking up momentum. And listen, I'm not anticipating any of this, but yeah. I just think it was just a perfect recipe for disaster for the Celtics. Yeah. Like everything we've, just been, we've been talking about for the last, like, whatever, 40 bench, minutes. Bench and lack of big man. Lack of big man, poor execution, Uh, you know, fighting between each other not physically but you know what i mean like you know obviously people disagreed with the way things played out after game two you know like i, I just ah. think all of it was a recipe for disaster and the celtics just kept digging themselves in because whenever they were in a situation to pull away in those fourth quarters of the game that they lost they always failed and then what they when they corrected it in the game that they did win it was never consistent they never so, sustained that uh so for how much is that on uh, on brady saying i'm putting a chunk of it on Brad because of one, the rotations. He didn't figure that out. Yeah. By the Eastern Conference Finals, you gotta know. You gotta know, but then you gotta figure things out after game two. I feel like he just was a bit radical with that. Number one. And a lot of that had to do with Bam Adebayo and trying to contain him. I just think he was really flustered. Number two. Entice foul trouble. Entice foul trouble. Yeah. Mm. Which, Jesus, the dude plays just over 20 minutes and then he Seriously. fouls out. In games. Yeah. Ridiculous. When you play 34 minutes and you I mean, out. if you're weak, if your weak spot is big man and then your number one big man can't fucking breathe on somebody and get a foul, you're, you're sort of fucked. Yeah. But go ahead. And number two, and I don't know. Some people might say this is, this is not fair, but I just think you got to have a, by this point, you got to have a little better control of, you know, what's going to happen down the stretch. Where, and, and maybe that's his approach. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe he's telling these guys, you know, don't run anything. Just whatever you see, you know. Yeah. Either like I way. I trust you. Exactly. Either way, it falls on Brad. Whether he's trusting these guys to go and, and figure things out and feel the game out and, and execute the way they see fit. Go go with the flow. Go with the flow. Either he's doing that or whatever he's saying. Not isn't not isn't isn't yeah. translating on the court, and they're just doing whatever they want to do. And then you see Marcus Smart doing what he did. Yep. one of the two is happening because there are times it's it's fifty fifty where you're like, wow, that was an awesome play. You could tell they ran something. Yeah, right. and then there's other times where you're like, like there, no. was, there was more than three passes. Do you know what? Uh, <laughs> oh, this is a play. Somebody brought okay. this up. Somebody brought this up, and I oh, think there's this ten is, seconds left in the yeah. Like, right, cool. <laughs> Somebody brought this up, and I think it's a great point. Like Brad needs an NBA veteran on his coaching staff. Like, how oh, okay. far would it go to have... I stay on the bench, man. They need, no. They need a James Posey, I'm, like something. Well, Joe, I'm, honestly, honestly, James Posey's an assistant coach out yeah. there. And Cleveland. Imagine bringing a guy like that in. Imagine bringing a guy like uh, Sam Cassell, who you see on the bench yeah. out there. Oh, Ima- six, be perfect. Imagine bringing a guy... But just, in people's faces. Just to sort of get... Because Brad has people that are all like... They need some order. They need a little bit of order. They need it. And Brad's not going to be that guy, but he, he's valuable in so many other ways. And I think people respect him that they're not going to get up in his face mm-hmm. and like go against what he says. But if you have some guy like... Are you like No, you need, I know what you're saying. You need, you need, he needs an assistant coach... Where the game is tied late in the fourth quarter, and you call timeout not to run a play, but for that assistant coach to get up in some asses. Right. To say, listen, motherfuckers. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly how you don't as Haslam. <laughs> Basically, that's most of you don't as Haslam. <laughs> I love Brad Stevens, man. 
Got it. Got it. Give. You mentioned it more than once in this give, episode. Give it a give the guy one one more year, and then if it ends in failure again, because by the way, by the way, and I want to throw this out there: Celtics lose to Miami in six games in the Eastern Conference. I mean, excuse me, that's that actually happened. Celtics <laughs> lose to Milwaukee. And six games in the Eastern Conference Finals. Are we having a disappointment conversation? I think no. they actually would have beat Milwaukee because they would have been the underdogs. Time out, time out. Yeah, honestly, yeah, but people honestly, be as mad if they lost to Milwaukee. Oh, honestly, yeah, yeah. because they would, they would have been like, oh well, you know, yeah. that's, and, and that's this, what they expected to happen. This is regardless of how the series would have gone, they would have yeah. just said, oh, Giannis, Bucks, yeah, that's fine, we we can accept that. And yeah, and I I just I just think that like it is it is tough because I I said if they didn't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, it's going to be a disappointment of a season. I had them pegged into the we all did the all NBA did. finals, yeah. but but like a lot of people had them pegged to the Eastern Conference Finals, and that was their ceiling this year. That was their ceiling. Yeah. So, like, just because the road changes doesn't mean some people didn't have them beating either Toronto or Milwaukee or Philadelphia, or Philly. Yeah. So, yeah. suck on my nuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know for what reason, but okay. <laughs> I just get frustrated. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I just get frustrated with these stupid. So I'm gonna go off on the Boston sports media for one second because you don't fucking watch the games and you bullshit and you say, well, they have no chance against Philly because NBA is the best player of the series, and they have no chance against Toronto because Toronto's the champion, NBA champion, and then you have no chance against Miami because Spolster's a better coach, and you know they're just not ready for the prime time, and then you just wait for one of those things to be right, and when you're finally right, you say, blow the fucking thing up. Fuck you. Like fuck you. Seriously, fuck you. No, Maz, Murray, you know Felk, all you motherfuckers. And, and not only them, everybody. It's the whole EI people that I don't even know the fucking names. Christian Fourier out there jerking off about trading Marcus Smart today. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, the fact that there's so low basketball IQ with Boston sports media is atrocious. It's just an overreaction. That's what it is. It, it's, it's like that. Every time the Celtics lose. That's why you tune into the Cause RC podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> and even then, you know, think, we, we I, don't, I, don't know what we're talking about. I don't yeah. think people will be nearly as disappointed if they lost against the Raptors too. I if think they were, they were, I would know that should have been if disappointed. They're up to nothing and then they lose nope. the game, game seven. That's what you're saying? I still don't think they would have, people would have been upset. If they lose that game seven, the way people are, are calling for Brad Stevens to be fired, I don't think people have been calling oh, the rest of the It's because it's the Miami Heat. It's because it's yeah. these underdogs. Because for the first time, the Celtics were in the Eastern Conference Finals and they were actually favored. Yeah. That's what's driving people crazy because yeah. everyone thought it was a foregone conclusion that they're going to the NBA Finals. Yeah, I just think that people don't know what the fuck they're talking but about. But the thing is, though, bottom, bottom line, you mentioned it. If Gordon Hayward is healthy, Celtics win the, against the, the Heat, right? Yeah, probably five. five At five, least six. go seven. So, hypothetically, let's just say. All right, hypothetically. This, this series wouldn't end in six with Miami winning. Okay. I mean, honestly, the block goes one. If that block doesn't happen in game fucking one, you're looking at the Celtics. If that, if that game doesn't go to overtime, no one talks about that. I know. It shouldn't have gone to I overtime. know. I know. But there's a, there's a, like, it went to overtime and there's that, that moment where Bam Adebayo's hand is literally bent into the rim and it, yeah. Just get- yeah, that's crazier because I know I was know Joel, I know Joel hates the fact that I know. the way that game ended, but that for that to happen compared to Tatum just taking that shot was yeah that yeah. made that made a that made a close series. Like when's the last time you even seen a block like that? No, Let alone the left hand. You have to go. You have to turn your body the complete opposite way for you to not only block that, but like your your hand didn't fucking move. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just stood there. It was and, like a legit and then, wall. And, and then he was the one killing you in the very last quarter of the season. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. I mean, Difference maker. 
Definitely a difference maker. And it's just like that one play could have changed the whole series, though. You know, that's a whole series outlook changes in that think, one play. I think, though, the Celtics, even with an injured Gordon Hayward, they were a Tyler Hero away from being in Miami. Meaning someone. On the bench. On the bench. Not even someone. Fuck that. A rookie off the bench. Because I, I'm, I'm going to say like it. Nobody wants Langford. to talk about it. Like Romeo. Danny, Danny Ainge has got to draft better, man. Like I, I get yeah, it. Yeah, but that one's not fair, man. Oh. He lost. He lost a coin flip. He would have drafted Tyler Hero. But I'm not, huge I'm not, Tyler but, Hero. but it doesn't even have to be Tyler Hero. It's, yeah, but that particular situation. That particular situation. But I'm just Tyler saying. Hero's I'm not, just saying in general. Tyler Hero's not up I'm in just, your ass if you have him on your team. Okay, so how about we? How about the Celtics stop drafting five foot seven guys? All right. That can't shoot. I mean, I think. I think we could we we could definitely revisit this when when draft season comes around because I have a lot of opinions on this and like are but we going to dive legit, in right here because no, I can I'm dive in saying, I'm just saying I legit <laughs> when draft season comes around. no because I'm legit, legit, legit honestly I just, it's not that it's they need to stop fucking they they the need Celtics, to the they need to need trade to... the fucking picks don't even don't don't draft in the fucking middle of the first round no more okay, you have enough right, well, of those people right, well, how do we feel about these trade rumors how do we feel about the Pacers Victor Oladipo Miles Turner. You know, one of them has already said reportedly he's, he wants out. It would have been great to have Victor Oladipo on the bench. He's not that far, he's not that far behind. How do you guys feel about that? Oladipo has a year left on his contract. Obviously, Gordon Hayward is in the same boat, but a little different. He has to uh, decide if he's going to opt in. And obviously, that would change things in terms of how the Celtics would trade, um, matching contracts, all that fun stuff. Again, but just on the concept, how do you guys feel about it? I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not feeling that at all. Like, again, Gordon Hayward's healthy. Gordon Hayward is your, is your, Best all around player in terms of playmaking, passer, scorer, rebounder, defensive stopper. When it, when, when you ask him, and if he's healthy, this team is better than what we saw. So we're not talking about getting rid of Brad. We're actually adding, we want Brad to add a couple of assistant coaches if he can. So run it back. I would, I'm, Honestly, I would like either one, but I think that I, I would much rather take a Miles Turner if you can somehow make it work. You can't though, and I know you've been down that road. I can tell by the look yeah. of your face. No, because like the way the I would the I would take I would take on what happens with Gordon. Gordon whether if, if the Celtics can restructure that deal, that's actually the best thing that the Celtics that can might do. help. You them. know why? Because you you have if you restructure Gordon's deal and, and then trade paid, his ass? No, can you let <laughs> oh. me fucking finish? You know you wouldn't want to trade nobody, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you still want Rondo here? Seventeen. <laughs> his base salary would be seventeen mil. That's half of what he's making now, All right. right? Over like five years. Right? Over like five years. Yeah. So about a hundred mil. In yep. Five years. Okay. Oof. Let me finish. Ah, uh, okay. Let me finish. He's thirty. Okay, so it's, that's not like unheard of. So that, that you free up. Five or six million in a mid-level exception, right? And then you even got the mini at like three point whatever. It's enough to bring in a quality vet Who to help you out. I know that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. It's the worst I get you. Class I get you. No, I completely, I completely yeah. understand. I completely, I get you. And for, for players like that, right? yeah, yeah. And players. you know, for those that are saying, "Well, just trade, get rid of, get rid of, you know, Romeo, get rid of uh, Grant Williams, get rid of." Yeah, those those guys. That's nothing. You can't get nothing. That's what I'm saying. Whatever. Like, what, what are you uh, gonna do? You're more Miles Turner trade. Depending on the numbers, you could, could get something like that. Well, it, but I the mean, pace it depends. Is, but the Pacers don't even have a coach, so like, so they're right. gonna start trading that's players. Thing. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest if, because 
let's face it. If I'm the Indiana Pacers, I'm fucking laughing at the Celtics' faces and saying, I want Jalen Brown. Like, I'm yeah. going to yeah. take fucking... You want me to give you my all-star? Romeo Langford, who's played all of 67 minutes last season? Yeah. And Gordon Hayward, and that, that's what you want. You want me to take Gordon yeah. Hayward, no. who... You know what I mean? Like, let's face it. Yeah, he had a hell of a season, but what if he's not that same person? You know, we, now we've gone from, oh, is he the same... Utah Jazz person to, to uh, next season's going to be well. Can he be the guy he was last year? So I think that's why I think Miles a Turner is a little bit a little bit more achievable. But I think to get him, you're you're From honestly Pacers, you're taking all the depot too. Honestly, if he's if he's got one year left on his deal and he doesn't want to be here anymore, see you later. Yeah, but you can find. I think you can find another deal. I think what you're going to do. I think what would you be smart. That, yeah. They got a lot of contracts on their books. I was looking at their thing, like Jeremy Lamb. Like, if you put Miles Turner and Jeremy Lamb in a package for Gordon Hayward, you're going to have a ton of cap space, bro. When, when Hayward, uh, you know, plays his one year well, at 32 in, right. and then, you know, he's out, right? Do you, do you just freed up like a couple years in cap space? You know, I don't know if I really like it that much. It's a tricky situation, but I do think, and I've been, you know, I've been saying it forever. If, if he opts in, man, that now is one of the most, you know, tradable, Contracts for big, no, for big money. It for, for a dump off for no for, for a, a team, team to get rid of caps. So for a team that has signed a big big money player, I don't know, Blake Griffin, right? Uh, big big money players on bad teams. Clint Capella. Uh, there's a lot of players out there that are making some decent money on big contracts that. Aren't necessarily. See, if he was in the 25, 26 million range, yeah, but he's like 32, man. Yeah, but 34. Then you just, you 34, have, excuse me. Honestly, I would look, I would look to flop him. I like, I, I'm, I was looking for big men on, on teams and like, cause Miles Turner's esque, right? I mean, you could still. What'd you find, Sean? You could still flop Clint Capella for Gordon Hayward. I mean, pretty much straight up. Like, not too far off. Maybe they, maybe, maybe Atlanta has to throw a couple of the contracts in, but you can also throw in. I'm not crazy about Clint. I I think Clint on a good team is going to be fine. See, that's the thing with this whole thing. I know Celtics fans are like split down the middle with this whole thing, but I really like Miles Turner. I've always been a Miles Turner guy. Me too. I just I just think that to get honestly to get Miles Turner, I think it was the first year I had league pass. The problem is to get Miles Turner, you're gonna have to trade Marcus Smart. Are you gonna do that? No. Then you're not gonna do it. That's what it comes down to. That's why I didn't even bring it the fuck up because it's stupid. No one here, no one fucking say that. But you're not gonna do it. Yeah, but if they restructure his deal, that opens the window. Hey, if wait. you restructure the deal, you're not gonna trade him after he just agrees to restructure. Why not? If I'm the Indiana Pacers, I'm replacing a long-term guy in Old Depot, and okay, I'm not ecstatic about the, the next guy, guy being Gordon Hayward, but he can bridge the gap for guys like uh, Sabonis. So, so the team is Hayward and, and Sabonis. You're not gonna do shit there with that. Well, no, I'm saying you would get Hayward Sabonis. Draft picks, uh, whoever you guys are crazy about the most, whether it's Grant, Robert, Langford, nah, they, you're taking two out of three out of those. Take guys. them all. The Pacers, <laughs> take them all. The Pacers would don't let don't if touch the Pacers. Agree to that. Like it would have to be a sign and trade. That's what I'm saying. And it have to be like a kicker involved in that. But I, that's why that's why I think it's more. And that's going to be more salary that Pacers have to pay. Right, fifty uh, like percent or something like that. Like yeah. if you're the Pacers and you're like, okay, I'm giving up. Two out of my three, but like honestly, they could do something where it's like Hayward yeah, for Ola Depot and Turner, and then you put in Robert Williams, you put in right a bunch of other young players. You're not, you're not, a, you're, not a, you're not a automatically a lottery team. You might be, but you for a year, you're, uh, you want Hayward a on a one year deal though, because yeah, you, you, you don't want you want three cap first space. round picks, man. Yeah, you want cap space though. 
You don't want a five-year deal with Hayward. You want the cap thing, space. You want a one-year 32. It's not a five-year deal. Not even Al Horford could get that fifth year. Yeah, but it depends on who the Pacers bring in as a coach because that could change everything. Like, all the people be like, you know what? I think I'll stick around here. You never know. What if it's Doc? Doc in Indiana, <laughs> bro? Kidding, no yeah. fucking could way. Be, could be Chauncey. <laughs> I hear Chauncey's at the yeah, top the of the list. The family's so upset. We're not. I had it. What? Chauncey. Indianapolis. Yeah. Chauncey, 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 that, that'd be yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's attractive enough to keep Oladipo. I think he'd be attractive for like a a plus, Brogdon. Plus it's just, uh, Who's who? Where, where's where's much, that going? Next? How much am I? How much are we really putting the stock into fucking Jared Weiss? Yeah, what that's. I I also agreed that with that same thing. Like Jared Weiss <laughs> he's is the breaking only one this. reporting this. Yeah, but it's the athletic. Though. Plus, but it's just you know I don't see it's a, it's a little bit of smoke. If I see it's a know, lot of smoke. I think Oladipo said, and he made the made the. That's interesting because no one else in the athletics really backing it up. Yeah, yeah. I think it. I think a lot like of if, if it was from the athletic, you would you would have saw Sham source at yep. you know no, but not even that. Just just the athletic in general. Like well, no, Sham works Jared at Sports. the athletic. This is, I mean, this is Jared Weiss. That's Wait, all Sham says something. No, no Sham works at the athletic. Yeah, but what do you say? Nothing. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh I like the, the opposite. If you if it was real, Sham would have been like, "Hey, my boy at, at the athletic, right? Broke this, right?" And oh, yeah. he would have retweeted it. Yeah. Yeah, but Oladipo would have said something by now. And my boy Jay, uh, Jay Michael, he, he worked for the Indianapolis Star. Um, he's saying that the Indianapolis Pacers, all they're saying right now, all he's hearing is that there's, look, look, whatever Oladipo wants to do, we're, we're ready to proceed. We haven't, you know, there's, there's no definitive answer either way from the guy, but in other words, it looks like we're the smoke this fire. Huh? Right. It looks like Oladipo is all in. The Miles Turner thing, that's the thing. Like, yeah, look, like, bro. If gonna make a deal for Oladipo, I'm all out on that. But if they can swing something for Miles Turner, I don't know, man. See, I would be down to get Ola. I would. I I think if you could get Oladipo and you could, it's a rental though. Uh, I don't want to see this guy locked. Yo, no, it's a rental. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what I'm saying. But if you, yeah, if I'm you, not opposed to the fact. I'm not opposed to the idea altogether. But if you get Oladipo, it's got to be a rental. If you get Oladipo, he's somehow not part of this long term. Coming off, not maybe not uh, coming off your. Even if you think about him coming off your bench, if he's not a hundred percent. So if he's not a hundred percent, by the way. But if he's not a hundred percent. He'll come off the bench. He'll come off the bench, right? On a championship aspiration squad. Then you're looking at something. But if he's back and he needs the ball in his hands and he's going to run it and then you got a mini Kemba there, it's just, it's too many. It's, it's too many people that want the ball. It's when, just not going to make sense. When has Danny, Danny done a rental? It was the last time he did that. Well, when we won a championship. Mm. Who? I don't know. PJ Brown. That wasn't a rental. I don't know. They knew that he wasn't going to come back whether they wanted or not. <laughs> Rodney Rogers, probably. No, Tony Delk, right? No, Tony that Delk. Was, that wasn't back. Danny. That wasn't Danny. Oh, that wasn't Danny. You're right. No, he's done it before. Who do you who do you miss out on? No, I think in the past, and I think Joel's right though. In the oh, rebuild, in the rebuild era, you're right. There's no been there's been not one single rental, even though we've been screaming and yelling at the top of our lungs for Jimmy Butler, who just beat you in the Ace Conference Final. Uh <laughs> screaming at the top of our lungs for, you know, the Kevin Loves of the World, all these people. No, he's yeah, just like, held, held back. Your, your boy Smart would have been part of that deal if you wouldn't go down that route. Where's Doc going next? Where's he coaching? Doc? Yeah. I think he's going to Philly, to be honest. I wouldn't mind. No. I, I think I, I'm, I was thinking Houston. I didn't even think Philly yeah, was a possibility. But you know who's pissed right now? You don't want to be in cold ass Philly. You know who's pissed? It's Brooklyn. They're like, fuck. You think? Steve Nash? No, man. Fuck. They fucking handpicked that dude. They're, they're so weird, bro. Like, yeah, you that's have true. To, you have to know that this is Kyrie and Durant behind this. You know who'd be great? Steve Nash. Yo, 
I was a big fan too, bro. And they fucking like dapped it out. They're like, yo, I think I got his agent's number. And they fucking like called him up and like the fucking ball got rolling. This is probably like a year ago. <laughs> hey, Steve. And hear me out. Yeah. No, no, no. This is probably in quarantine. Do you want to coach? And fucking mess. like hitting him up. Then <laughs> 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 when he's like, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm a fan of Steve Nash. Yo, what about him coaching us? Has he coached before? Whatever you guys want, man. I don't. I don't care. Are you guys gonna trade me soon? <laughs> yeah. <'Cause... right>? <laughs> <laughs> Let me know about that, because you know, yo, Doc is going to be the key to fix Westbrook and Durant. Westbrook I'm and Harden. I'm. Oh yes, I was not with you because you were wrong there. Westbrook and Durant. I'm with you though. Westbrook oh, and say, Harden. Like, yeah. How's that possible? You gonna fix both of them? I think uh... <laughs> from from Brooklyn and Houston. Yeah, I think, I think those two are unfixable. Yeah, but one, you, one's got to go. I I do think. Do you think he this wants is their best bet? Though. Do you think he wants if that fucking I'm, headache? If I'm Houston, how much maybe they paying for? Maybe not exactly. If I'm Houston, I'm throwing the bag at him. I'm yeah. giving you an offer you can't refuse. Trust me. If and he's got to coach put, his son. Do you think he says trade Austin then? <laughs> no, he's got, he's got to coach him this time. They got to figure that shit out. <laughs> you can't trade him. After you that. Get away from this guy. That's wow, just gonna, that's just gonna be awkward for everyone involved if yeah. you trade him. Yeah, Austin, come here. We're going to trade you anywhere you want to go. Just pick a team. All right. I got to coach the team now. You're never going to believe this, but we're bringing Chris Paul back. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you got to be. Yeah. Yeah. He's coming back. We're reuniting. No, you, you give him enough money, an offer you can't refuse. And you tell him, listen, doc, this will be the ultimate, like, hot look at me moment, man. You turn things around. You finally got through to, to, to two guys that no one believed could actually make it to the at least the NBA finals. I don't know if they win it all, but you know, they yeah, made it to the finals. This their salary is so strapped. Their salary cap is so strapped and and Dogs loves his bigs, man. He loves running plays for like his big men. Yeah. No, it'll be all right. I I, <laughs> he loves I do point think guards. I do think he's, that he's Doc, guard Yeah, he's, yeah, but Doc's going Williams gonna cr- must be bawling his eyes out last night when he found out about the news. Doc's going to get another job. Or maybe he's not. Like this year. He's not taking a year off. I don't think he is. But, no, you know, I agree you, with you. you know that's what? what I'm saying. That's what I'm asking you. Yeah, he's definitely getting a job. I'm no, like, where's he going? It's, that's messed up, by the way, that he fucking, they wait two weeks. And whether this is like really mutual or not. I, I, honestly, I think. Did you hear about Kawhi? I think it's better that way. But no, but. Did you hear you about Kawhi? Listen, listen, like, listen. Like, you guys didn't even think about like, this. this is the first year that this team is together. And you're not gonna give him one more year, like, yo, he changed, he completely changed that franchise around. Yeah, he got rid of a fucking racist owner for you, and he uh, went that through was a timing thing, man. Uh, <laughs> he got exposed, and but also, happened to be in also, office. also, he, <laughs> he was, could have said, he could have said, you know what, that's on you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm coaching over here. He's like, no, we're think we're about make, success. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna Doc's be been the most successful coach in and, that team's history. Kawhi, Kawhi, that's, that's the much. reason why Kawhi I'm went saying to, those, to the Clippers. Yeah, that's not true at all. That's, a, that's the biggest lie you ever told. What? How? They've never reached the Western Conference Finals? No. The haven't. Clippers? Yeah. No, never. No. In franchise history? Ever. Never. Sweet. The Clippers are a dumpster fire until I Doc know they, got I know there. They don't have championships. No, until. They never went there. Was it yeah, never been until Doc finals. got there. Even there. Regardless. Even there. You can't be blown through one. Vinny Del Negro led fucking teams where it was like, oh, NBA Jam with, like, they had no winning. (laughs) NBA Jam. They had no winning until Doc got there. So to do him dirty like this, I thought it was fucking bullshit. And also, also, they owed him better than that. The rumors came out, the rumors came out that Kawhi co-signed it. You know that? Oh. Oh, I don't know. What do you mean? You needed a rumor to confirm? I'm just saying. Obviously. No, for for it to come out that Kawhi said, 
Yeah. You think Ballmer's going to make a fucking move without his without his permission or at least without his Don't matter no more. He signed a contract. Well, I mean, still. Nah, I guess if, he did his first thing. And he's Ballmer. He's yeah, like the biggest is, fan. If this is Rivers initiating it, right, because it took two weeks, that's not that far-fetched because, I mean, you got the Clippers tweeting out, oh, thank you, Doc. Like, when's the last time a team tweeted out, oh, thank you, you know, a coach for nah, a fucking... Man. Yeah, for, for, we know we fired you, but though, but thanks from for your, the moment thanks for the Clippers services. blew that series, I said the only thing keeping Doc in his job is if the players say no, don't fire him. And as soon as he got fired, I said the first thing that popped in my mind: Paul George and Kawhi Leonard had a conversation and said, and the decision was made. How fucked up is it that Paul Simple George? That. Paul George gets this to is, control this Doc's is the fate, end, though. Yo, this is the NBA in 2020. I'm yeah. surprised you're. I'm surprised you're surprised. It's fucked up. I don't know. I, I'm black. I'm you want to go down the list of people no, who, so who, who, who uh, uh, of coaches have been I'm fired surprised. because they didn't want them there? I'm surprised. So who's coaching this team? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they don't care. You think these kids think that far ahead? Fucking Durant and them just got freaking Jason, Jason Kidd. Kidd because they were fans of the kid. Like, you know what I mean? No. I Nash. always said Nash. from the moment they lost, when you didn't hear a single mention of Doc Rivers from any of those Clippers players, none of them, not one single person was like, you know what? Doc did a good job, you know, or whatever. I said, nah, this ain't good. Yeah. This ain't good. Probably right, bro. I don't know. I, 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 I hope Doc bounces back pretty quickly, but I mean, like even Southern players were saying stuff. There's about a Brad. reason. There's even a reason. Saying like, hey, you know, you know, you know, we had a game plan. You know, it didn't work out. The only thing I didn't agree with was Jason Tatum saying that uh, uh, they don't need to get tougher. I was like, wait, what? Well, <laughs> you don't fucking admit that shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but um, I get. It. I, see, I, I chalked it up as heat of the moment. I get it. You just lost. You got eliminated. But uh, there's. There's not a lot of spots still looking for a coach right now, though, aren't there? There's six. New Orleans is an interesting one. New Orleans! That would be kind of dope. That would be good. But it's going to take a while. I don't think Doc has that kind of patience. I think Doc... See, the reason why I say that... Philly's interesting, too. Philly... I just, I just I don't know. But Philly and Houston think have too messy major though. question marks and could implode immediately. Whereas, if you go to New Orleans... Hey, it's a safer bet. Yeah. I got at least time. four to five years here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we'll see what happens. Okay, say shit for like four years. Yeah, come here. Look who's on. He can't even play. He can't play more than 50 minutes. Okay, right now, I'll get him, I'll get him working out. <laughs> I tell you this though, Zion's gonna be better than LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> get something else. That's, that's what he's gonna start like saying all the like, hey, Brandon Ingram, like, all star. I never saw her before. Brandon Ingram, oh my god. Kevin Durant 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be like way over the top. Yeah, that might happen. That you know be, what? I, I think that would like be the best fit. That would be the best fit. That would be the best fit for Doc because. But I don't think Doc's the kind of guy that's gonna look at a team and be like, "Okay, the next ten years, you're my goal." Does Doc even what have about, that same heart? Okay, the let's, o- let's get back. Let's be honest. The OKC thing. The OKC thing. Does Doc thing? have the same heart? OKC needs a coach, right? I yeah, I guess you can add him to add him to the list. Yeah. Sometimes I think winning that. Will he go back with Chris Paul? Sometimes I think winning that championship and coaching in Boston. Just put Doc in a space where it's like, yo, nothing will ever compare to that. And I'm not nearly as motivated. Well, yeah. It's a different generation. It's a different, that you too. know, and like that the mold. Help. There's no, there, there's maybe a handful of players that have that attitude that Kevin Garnett had mm. or Paul Pierce has right now. Mm-hmm. I would and say less than this, maybe like, a finger. Yeah. One, yeah. two, three there's fingers. There's like, there's like three. Who? Patrick Beverly, Marcus Smart, and Chris Paul. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, every possession counts. Nah. Chris Paul is a little. Eh. I take I take, well, I'm, I take Beverly out this year. He yeah, Beverly. He was, what? He, was, he wasn't humble this year. Yo, he wasn't humble this year, bro. But he still gave you everything he got. He he was, if you're talking about that kind of that type of player, yo, he was doing. Uh, Luca's got that in he him. He was telling. He was telling. Luca's got it in him. Reportedly, reportedly, he was telling Doc every every like 
15 minutes they was on the, on the floor. They'll take me out. So I was like, okay. What what player in that with that type of you know mindset says you got Beverly? He wasn't the only one. You want to talk about you want to talk oh, about Marcus just, Smart being a head case? Fucking Beverly, damn that dude! Fucking see that's the thing, man. I just again crackhead. I talk about the culture. Nah, man, Doc couldn't stay there, man. Even if you don't fire him, are you really looking forward to? Well, then maybe this is why I think that it was more Doc's decision versus the yeah. the team firing. And him. you know what? The, the team really wanted to fire you. You're, you're done the next day. Like, same thing will happen with Philly. Same thing will happen with OKC. Very next day. All right, yo. Thanks for, thanks for, yeah. thanks for all that hard work. You're out of here. Can two I weeks? You, you gonna wait two weeks? You know what the unfortunate part is? The unfortunate part is this motherfucker can't retire. Yeah. That's why, that's one why of I don't think it was the that only, mutual. <laughs> right, he, right now, since he's gone, there's only four black head coaches in the NBA. Yeah. He can't retire? No, see, that's what Max was saying. When this thing just, when the series just ended, Max was just like, yo, they can't. I'm like, why? He was like, with everything going on, you know, I'm fired with the next black. He goes, Nate McMullen, Nate McMullen just got fired. I'm like, oh shit. So maybe they yeah, waited yeah, yeah, out of respect. Yeah, he's one. He was one. This season, he was one of seven mm-hmm. black coaches. Nate McMillan got fired. Uh, what's his name in New Orleans? Gentry. Gentry. That was And Doc. Gentry. That wasn't fair. And Doc. I'm just I'm saying though, like, well, no, either, either, either you're getting fired or you, or you step down, whatever. So, so right now, all, all the only coaches, black, black coaches that are in the league right now, coach for shitty teams. Atlanta's coach, uh, who's that? Uh, Lloyd Pierce, fucking Bickerstaff in Cleveland. You know, I think everybody does that. <laughs> what? Uh, you know, the head coach of Atlanta. What's it? What's his yeah. name? Yeah. Yeah. What's true. his name? Yeah. <laughs> Young guy. <laughs> Dwayne Casey in fucking Detroit. Yeah. And Monty Williams. He's, he's the only one that's probably on, like, going up, trending mm. upwards. I know. And it's, Phoenix. and it just, and it seems like, it seems like the fact is that Doc probably wants to retire. He probably just is like, or at least like a year off. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but he, can, he, he has, a, a, it's unfortunately a little bit of an obligation to be in the, like, the hottest, probably most hireable. Plus, he's one of the vocal coaches in the bubble. Yeah. During, during all this shit. Yeah. Uh, he deserves to get fired, though. Thank yeah. All right. <laughs> What's the next? <laughs> What's going to happen in the NBA Finals? What do y'all think? Yo, Bam Adebayo and Quick Finals MVP. Before we get the hell out of here. It's jam-packed episode. Finals MVP, Bam Adebayo. Oh, so they give him to the best player from the losing team now. Mm. That was the case, and LeBron would have won six of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is that they don't give it to the losing team. Miami in four, bitch! No, just kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine? Six-time Finals MVP. But somehow three and six in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, seven, right? Three and seven, right? Oh, this, would be seven. this would be yeah. seven. I just, I think it would. Well, be... this is his tenth appearance. Okay, yeah. This is so, what I'm gonna say about this, and and I'm I'm gonna say it now before the series even starts, so people can be like, oh, okay, he said it before it even started. On paper, the Miami Heat should beat this team. Uh huh. And I know that's so cliche to say, but here's a few reasons why. If you look at Positions four through seven. Like, if you compare the two, the Miami Heat should favorably win this series, right? Yeah. But the problem is, who's going to get cold feet on the big stage? Who's going to see LeBron James and start shaking and destroying? Not Jimmy Butler. Right. But in those spots, right? Not Andre Iguodala. Four through six. Yeah. Andre ain't there yet. Oh, anymore, I should say. He's not there anymore. (laughs) Not Crowder. I'm talking about, hopefully not. Crowder, Tyler Hero. I think Hero will Crowder's, have a tough finals. Crowder is an iceberg right now, bro. He's Duncan Robinson cold. will have a tough Duncan finals. Duncan Robinson. That's what I'm saying. But if also, those guys don't have a tough finals. Yeah. Are you scared of if they play Caldwell like they played Pope? against the Celtics? Is Danny the, Green going to be able to sustain? If you get the same Heat team that played same, against the Celtics against the Lakers, 
I think you better watch out. I knew Sean gonna get me all hyped up here. Sean was trying to get me all excited. Listen, Bam Adebayo. Believe what you're saying. No, Bam Adebayo can neutralize Anthony Davis. Easily. Bam Bam is the biggest one. Neutralize Anthony Davis. Listen, listen, listen. Is he gonna neutralize or is he gonna contain him? You're just saying this because they just lost to the Celtics. I mean, they just beat the Celtics. I'm sorry. Don't tell me what I'm saying <laughs> and why I'm saying it. I say things <laughs> why I say it. I say it for I hear, that reason. I hear what you're saying, bro. I hear what you're saying. But this is 2020. What does that mean? Because of any other fucking year, Miami wouldn't have made it this far. And any other year, if a team like Miami does make it. It's because it's this year. It, 2020, motherfucker. Well, <laughs> so I keep saying motherfucker tonight, guys. Yeah, but. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> fired up today. I've been asking myself all season long. How are the Lakers pulling this off? Yeah, it's bullshit. They have no shooters. And you know NBA champions have shooters. Mm. They got Dean Wade. Every, every. <laughs> no, they got a couple of shooters. Every, every. But they year. haven't been consistent. No, but I'm saying though, I'm talking yeah. about consistent shooters. When I say shooters, I don't Alex know. Caruso, no, no, no. Alex Caruso is the third, not, third best I'm player on that team. I'm not disputing your thing, but what I'm saying is the, the Miami Heat, you know what I mean? Heading into the series, it's like, okay, yeah, they got shooters, but what have you done for me lately? I got you. D- despite that. You know, clinching game. I, I think you, I here, like Denver was the only team. Yeah, I know, but what I said, you're like, I'm not saying I have any shooters. I'm like, yo, I know. I'm just trying to explain myself. But I'm not <laughs> with with Denver, right? Denver was the best defensive team that the Lakers had seen all postseason. Right, they got shooters. That's a good example. They got shooters, but you know who? They, they got shaking in the shorts and that. Yeah, like, they no, shit no, the bed. No. Yeah. Malone Porter. was shaking in the shorts. Porter shit the bed. Malone was shaking the shorts. What are you doing, saving Jokic in game? What's the game? What the? They lost in five, right? Game four. Mm-hmm. You're down two to one. Jokic has five fouls with like two minutes left. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the offense defense shit. Keep his ass in there. Mm. Who if he fouls out, he fouls out. But you still you give yourself a chance to contain yeah, to true. contain uh Davis. And then, and at that point, Davis only had like two rebounds. Like Jokic was was battling down low with him. Yeah, Jokic has been the only guy. Fouls. Jokic has been the only guy that's really. Gotten a little bit in, in AD set because he's even admitted it. Yeah, he's even was just like, was never gonna... going up against like the best, if not arguably the best, like you know, big man in the game. Like you don't say that out loud. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I think though he's the best big man in the game. Yeah, he is. Well, and... What about you? Say you, you're giving that, that credit to somebody else that you're playing against. Well, that's uh, what I'm talking about though. But it, I get you, I get you. But I'm not worried about Anthony, Anthony, I'm, not worried about I'm not worried about get, but somehow, Iguodala, the youngins. Somehow they're going to pull it off. I wish. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Miami. Shocks the world, quote hey, unquote. Miami, Jay Crowder. I'm putting my, I'm putting my analytics glasses on. And I'm saying, hey, I'm crunching numbers over here. The Miami Heat should win this series. Hell yeah. All right. Miami in seven. From your words, to Miami God's in ears. nine. Yo, something crazy gonna happen. Yo, like a double, 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 double overtime triple game. <laughs> it's like 4 a.m. It's a tie, guys. That's it. <laughs> Come back tomorrow, game eight. <laughs> Everyone fouled out to tie. Uh, honestly, oh, I don't know. Maybe here's maybe what's gonna. Unfortunately, here's what's gonna control the series. I think I'm that not the, they should win. I think the Miami Heat have a, have enough to stop paper, LeBron though. James. I think that they have Bam Adebayo to stop Anthony Davis. That's not gonna happen. And Dwight not Howard. Stopping. But you know what I'm okay, saying? Again, he, compete. They like, cancel each other out. Miami has like the coach said. to stop LeBron James. Who knows LeBron James better than? Spolstra. Mike Wait, so you think they have a chance? I'm confused. I'm, I think they have a chance. I just don't think they're going to pull it off because, <laughs> oh. it's, it's because of the year we're in, man. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he in seven. Both sides of the fence. No, Wait, no, what no, side no, because, are you Because with? I agree with everything you're saying. I agree with what Sean is saying. And I'm even throwing in my, my two cents, but they're not going to win. It's, okay. the, it's the Lakers' year to win. Unfortunately, it pains me to fucking say, I hate the Lakers. 
<laughs> but it is what it is. Ronald's about to become the first fucking player ever to win a championship with the Celtics and win one with the Lakers. Don't say it, man. I'm sorry. No, that can't that happen. Then he's gonna explode. By the way, no. his hair he can't have much. What the fuck happened to his hair? He can't. He's his guy's the barber. He's chilling with his brother. Oh. He can't have more championships than Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. I won't allow it. No, that's it. And no. that's how we'll end this fucking episode. <laughs> fuck you, Lakers. Follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Head up CausewayStreet.com for all your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions. Hashtag justice for Breonna Taylor. Hashtag justice for George Floyd. Hashtag justice for Jacob Blake. And hashtag Black Lives Matter. BLA. Real quick. How ironic. The fact that so many analysts were like, oh, Jay Crowder is not going to get you to the finals. <laughs> Kelly Olenek is not going to get you to for real. get rid of these guys. For real. And they just kicked your ass to the finals. You know no, what? No, no, no. That's why I don't. Not only did they not kick your ass, but they didn't be like, oh, we're completely off about that. You know, like, they yeah. did, like heading into the series, people were legit mentioning. Uh, yeah, I did hear. I did hear. Legit mentioning, which Crowder, uh, that's, you know what uh, I heard? That's fair. No, Crowder has some, some numbers, but I'm like, Kelly no, 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 but, Kelly Lennon, but listen, but you know why though? Not because of what he did during the postseason. It's because every time since he's been, since he's Left to Miami, he kills the Celtics. Yeah. yeah, you've seen it. But you know how many times you've seen it. You know I've heard though, this. They're oh, like so lumping him in as like I get you, a, I get you. A, a but like, you know, Celtics have to worry yeah. about. No, he but, played like seven minutes a game. Yeah, yeah. because Spolster was like, "This is a mistake." Yeah, uh, except that fucking. But he was a starter all season. Whatever, Just throwing out there. Jay Crowder. Fucking. We could have used. Like we could have fucking used Jay Crowder on this team. We could have used him. He's still in that same fucking contract. Yeah, but there's no way that even happens. So why? Okay. Is he, why are you? All right, we out. <laughs> Hey, I want to leave it with this. There's no team lined up to win more long-term than the Boston Celtics right now. So shut the fuck up, everybody. Yeah, we've been saying that for six years, but okay.